What was the overall thought you think of the Zurich Classic boys? What What did you think? Thought it was a good camaraderie event, good team event. It's good to break it up this time of year with all the pressure from the Masters. You got Scotty Scheffler running away with all these individual titles. Mix it up, get Cantlay and and Xander in there. Right. Yeah, I think that's. I think it's healthy. I enjoyed it, but. I feel like it was a bit of a letdown, though. You get, yeah, you know, the returning champs and Leishman and Cam Smith didn't particularly play too well, and then the heavily favorite Morikawa and Hovland. I mean, they ended up T twenty nine. That had to have just destroyed so many people's lineups. Yep, are you you're hinting at your own there? No, no, I I did not go that way. Too expensive. Oh wow, wow, yeah, you took the other route. That's good. We like the sleeper picks. Too expensive. The Australian I I Mullet thought, Brothers, though. I mean, how do they how not do you pull not, it out? Yeah, how do you not pick them, huh? So much momentum. I know, I know. I feel like Cam Smith might just be uh, still riding a little bit of that party pooper wave after the Masters. Yeah, you think that got well, to him, huh? A little bit. I mean, I think he'll bounce back for sure, but just watching him play the – RBC and then the Zurich. Uh, it just seemed like he was a little, little off. Mm. The twelfth hole has just crushed so many golfers, so many incredible golfers. That twelfth hole at Augusta, bastard. Water. You're not, you're not Kevin Costner out there. You're not. You can't just go out there and tin, tin cup the whole day. No. You got to actually yeah, he, post a number. Yeah. Yeah, it's not about just winning the hearts out there, you know. We love, Can't we love us some champ. Cam, though. We love us some Cam. He'll bounce back. We have faith. Oh, he's going to bounce back for sure. But He'll be yeah. around for a long time. Yeah, it was great. It was great seeing some different people in the mix. I mean, you know, two Billy Horschel. He's been playing some great golf. Really Billy great Horschel. golf. Yeah. Todd Anderson, disciple. Very good golf lately. Very technical, very well-dressed. Very well-dressed. He loves that course too. He's had some su- success there. I'm pretty certain he's he's won there before. Maybe when it was individual tournament instead of a team tournament, but I know he's won there prior to this year. Right. Mm. And Sam Burns, young gun, young stud, coming out, always always coming to play. You know, Burns, been bringing it, been bringing it this he's year. He's been bringing it. He's a top ten. He's mm. a top ten machine. Takes home half a milli for his for his efforts. And then Sam Ryder, Doc Redman, coming in the third spot with a little three hundred and twenty thousand in earnings. That's no little chump change either. No, getting in the mix. Yeah. I think they're one of the few teams that shot in the sixties every day too. Same with Horschel Burns, but even uh, Cantlay Shoffley. I mean, they shot seventy two on the final day, so they were playing good, good golf. Ryder and Redman. Mm. Yeah. They're they're uh, definitely getting everybody's attention. I'll tell you that. I'll Sam Ryder, guys making hole in ones, holing from the fairway. Yeah, Mr. Highlight Reel. Mr. Highlight Reel this year. Yeah. Dedicated. You got a couple other guys too that uh, we'll end up seeing this week. I don't know if you guys put them in your lineups or not, but we got Lipsky and Rye. Mm. You know, they, oh, yeah, they did a little T four action with the Zurich. Yeah. Coming in hot to the weekend. Yeah. Welcome to Good Lies Golf. I'm Ryan Sherman. And to the right of me, I have Zach Grossman. 
And in the room, we also have our buddy Brendan Lawson calling in from the bumfuck of the Midwest of Ohio. Welcome. We're the guys from Good Lies Golf. Cheers. Yeah, we're coming in hot to the Mexico Open or the Mexico Championship and the Vedanta Vallarta, Mexico. The Greg Norman designed course. I mean, Zach, we were just talking about this. I mean, beautiful talking about Greg Norman. Greg Norman's kind of in the spotlight right now. He mm. is one of the leaders of the Live Golf Tour that's supposed to be competing against the PGA Tour here this year. Mm. Phil Mickelson, very controversial character recently. Right. Loves, his, loves his tweeting, loves his social media. Then he fell off the map. Got himself into a hot spot there. Didn't even play the Masters. Mm. But he's recently filed to play in the first Live Golf event and also defend his championship, his PGA championship. Right, which is pretty crazy that even it's in question, you know, it's like you have to think about that. Yeah, the PGA Tour has been pretty vocal about having a competing tour and... All of the players potentially Making going. shift, yeah. Yeah. What do you think? What's your thoughts on it? Do you think they will shift, or do you think they it'll it'll cause a disruption? I, I think the PGA Tour is too big of a tour to be for people to really consider moving to another tour full-time. The guys you, you're going to see that go to this tour are the players who are older, don't have... M- much of a future on the PGA Tour, mm. have, have made a lot of their career earnings that they're planning to make. And so they're not as hungry. You're going to see European Tour guys, I think. Right. Okay, so it'll be a mix. Maybe so you, do you, Are you saying, do you feel like it's going to be kind of how we have some of the, like, the Premier League players that are kind of phasing out of their prime coming over to the MLS and playing yes. soccer? over here, kind of like David Beckham did or, you know, yes, some other players as well. But. And it's it's an interesting schedule. I was looking at it. It starts in London. That's the event that Phil is filing to play for. And then the PGA right. Championship is, is at Southern Hills, of course, in Tulsa. Shout out to Paul Dickinson, straight out of Montauk. Yeah. Great local pro. Montauk Downs State Park, assistant forever. I took so many lessons from him. Thank you, Paul, for all of your great golf knowledge. Tell us all, baby. Tell him the big news. To Paul. To Paul. He top-20'd the qualifier to get into the PGA Championship, the professional PGA Championship. So now he will be competing with the likes of perhaps Phil Mickelson. Perhaps Phil. And the others. If they accept and yeah, maybe we see incredible. Ti- I don't know if we'll see Tiger. We'll definitely representing see. Montauk, representing the yeah. East End. Good for him. So Such I'm, a great I'm guy. Curious, no then, one works harder. Zach, do you think Phil will will uh, get let into that? I have no clue. I don't know if the PGA Tour is going to stand their ground or fold name. like a cheap table for like inclusivity or call it you know because they're trying to make the game more. Yeah, inclusive. It's, it's and so strange. You've got Greg Norman, this 2016 Greg shock. Norman course that they're playing this week. Right, they're playing. Yeah, the irony is is streaming 
down the Mexico. They, they play a lot of uh, events at Greg Norman courses, so it's he's not a, like he's it's, a popular architect. So, so he's right. done a lot of good resort courses, right? So it's not it's not like it's foreign. Oh, I, that I, using I play his. I play his course every week. Yep. Okay. Oh, he's your home course. Yeah, Brendan's home course yep. there. Elks Run is a Greg Norman creation. Elks Run. Pretty cool. Yeah, but, you know, more about the course itself. So we'll segue into that, right? I mean, the Greg Norman is uh, here is a par 71 measuring 7,456 yards because they lengthened it. Yeah. That's a lot. They, they, yeah, That's for a, a par 71. Line. Mostly, you got five par threes, three par, uh, four par fives. Yeah, it's gonna be a beefy test. Yeah, beefy is right. That's a good choice of word. I think. Beefy I think past Palum. I think just with them extending it about two hundred and fifty yards and adding a bunch of new bunkers and new traps and stuff around the greens, I think they're they're really gonna make this a shoot or shoot game, baby. They're gonna make it play. Mm. I saw your I saw your favorite player Patrick Reed's in the event as well as <laughs> your other favorite player Pat Perez. Mm, Pat two Perez. studs, the Pats. I mean Pat, Pat Perez. Perez. You got Pat Perez on your lineup? Mm-mm. I maybe. hope Sherman does. I'll be bummed uh, if he doesn't. Maybe I do. Maybe I don't. We'll see later. We're not ready for that yet. Hey, all I'm going to say about the guy is two of his three career wins came on Pat Paul. Hey. Wow. Mm. That could be a wow. huge stat. Let's hang on to that. Let's hang on to that stat. Come back to that one. Let's roll that one around. Keep wow. that one in mind. Zach, talk to us about what this kind of course does, though. Like what, being like wide off the fairway, you can you yeah. can get leeway. Then wh- so, what does it take? You so know? you've got this this past Palum grass. It's very popular in the warm climates. The ball sits up on it nicely. So this is going to be a long hitter's course. It suits the the Tony Finau's and Cameron Champs. You've got a lot of bunkering, like you were speaking about, double the amount of bunkers, 50 to 110 bunkers on the course. Right. And that's going to lead to a lot of challenges around the greens. And we also were talking a bit about how that strokes gained out of the bunker, is it? Or the ball striking out of the bunker? Yeah, the sc- scrambling out of the bunkers in the sand. Scrambling. That's, that's going to be a big factor. That really is going to be a big, big factor. Who plays well out of the sand? Who's David Hasselhoff for the weekend? Oh, I think David Hasselhoff always is Kevin Na. <laughs> Kevin Na is he David is Hasselhoff. He's a hell of a scrambler. Sounds like a movie we're all going to go see. I, I hope he wins so that I can put in his face on David Hasselhoff's body. Yeah, Brendan, <laughs> speaking of which, Brendan does the marvelous Photoshops every week of our Winners Very of the talented. events. Very talented, high-caliber work going on here at uh, the Good Lies Golf Podcast. We really know what we're doing here. So, you know, anybody that's trying to do something better than us, good luck, because we got Brendan at our, our helm. Uh, so he will make too you kind. into a too meme. Artisan quality. Almost memes. instantly. Memes. I will. I will put you in my meme bin that are not suitable for uh, going anywhere on that cloud of the internet. Exactly. Mm-hmm. The field this week's got 153 players. People want to go to Mexico, play a little golf. This is a fun one. I think people want to go and have a little, hey, a little pina colada by the beach Ooh, at nighttime. A- you know, they want to bring the, they want to bring the fam. They want to bring the whatever, the girlfriend, the, you know, whatever they got going on. They want to come down to Mexico and play a little golf for a couple of days. I think guys enjoy that little spurt, just like they did during the, uh, 
the other tournament, the Mayakoba or, you know, whatever. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think they want to come down, hang out in a little resort town for a couple of days, play some golf. It's a resort, so it's technically a little, vacation. little all-you-can-eat buffet. Massage appointments, yeah. right? I mean, they're Maybe getting pampered. See a couple oh. of shows. Right. So that being said. a little said, mariachi band action. Oh, my God. Right. A mari- I, there's definitely going to be a mariachi band somewhere on that course. But you're, you got to talk about this, the field this week. I mean, it's 153 players. There's going to be a record of 10 Mexican golfers in the field. Wow. Which is pretty cool. That's that's really impressive. I like that. Carlos Ortiz. Mm, very notable. Yep. And then, of course, you got the big names. you got the John Roms, the Patrick Reeds, the Daniel Berger, Tony Finau, Answer, Kevin Abraham Nye, Woodland. Answer. You got everybody, you know, you got a pretty good field. This is not like a scrappy, crappy golf tournament. This is going to be a, a serious, a serious play. And because it's a 71 par 71, you're going to see some good scores out there. It's going to be exciting. Yeah, absolutely. These guys are going to go low, even though it's a longer course. It's still the world's best talent. They're going to have to play competitively, right? They're going to have to take some chances. They're not going to be able to just float by, you know, on a couple of stroke lead. Yeah. It's not going to work. I, th- I know at least Thursday, Friday look pretty good weather-wise. No crazy winds or anything. So expect a 15 to 20 under par winner. Mm. I'm calling wow. it now. Calling it now. Zach's calling it 15 to 20 under par winner. Brendan, what do you think overall yeah. of the field? Well, yeah, I mean, with, with the scoring, I definitely wouldn't doubt that the uh, scores are going to be pretty low, um, especially with a resort-style course like this. I mean, typically – there aren't a lot of hazards here. You do have, you know, some water and, and play and some bunkers, but uh, wind is typically kind of the big factor that's going to keep them from going low on their scoring. So if there's not a lot of wind, yeah, I'd say 15 under 18 under could definitely be a, be the winning score there. Wow. But I did want to ask Zach uh, sure. past Pollum. I mean, are you familiar with that too much? I mean, to my knowledge, it's a thicker grass. I'm really, grass, so that I, makes it slower. Yeah, so I didn't realize it, but the ocean course at Kiwa is past Palom. And oh, wow. it was very slick for the PGA last year. I played there this spring. I went down to Charleston with some buddies, and it was beautiful. Perfect grass. The ball sits so nicely on it, but... That's what I've heard, um, you know, with it being a thicker grass like that. And typically, it, you know, it runs slower on the step meter. And the reason that is, is, you know, they can't speed it up much more than that, especially when you have these courses that are on the water and they're getting hit by that wind because that ball would just move, move all over the place. Mm. Yeah. It's a little bit like the Irish, the Irish courses, Scottish courses, where you get these. Maybe that has a little bit to do with the undulation in the greens too but when you get these crazy winds you can't speed the greens up so much right something right. a lot of people don't think about but mm. british open yeah yeah so what do you think that like how do you think that'll come into play this week i mean if we have a slower green right like if it's on you know, a 12 on the step meter versus augusta which is probably like 14 you know, does that make it a more even playing field for a lot of the other golfers that maybe aren't as good at putting? Like, does that get them into the mix now? Yeah, I would say so. I think it's going to be a lot of a, a lot about ball striking, 
and the good putters, I feel like good and bad putters, it kind of uh, becomes a little bit more even on these types of greens. Right. There's a little bit, there's less that you have to pick apart in a putt. So it's a little, it's a little more simple when you get on the greens. You, as long as your stroke's good and you're picking, you're, you're not picking crazy lines, you know, at Augusta, you think about Tiger chipping in on 16 and the early 2000s and he spins that ball back and the Nike logo goes in over yeah. itself. Yeah. He played that thing 10, 15 feet left of his target. Mm. On a, on greens that are past Palum, you're never playing it off of a bank and it's rolling for, you know, 10 seconds. Yeah. So there's more experience. security. There's more security there. There's more greens. security. You don't have to be quite as creative, I would say. Mm. But yeah. not to take away anything. No, but that's much. but that's a good point to make. And because that might be, you know, hey, the Daniel Burgers out there. Okay, hey, we're looking at who's out scrambling from the sand, but maybe it doesn't matter all that much as well. If it, if really if you can get there and get on the green and, and make a decent putt, it's not the hardest thing. You know, yeah, they're gonna. They're I gonna, think the sand yeah. play though will be huge. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. Speaking to your point before, but yeah, I mean to your point though, there could be guys out there that you know are pretty good iron players, but you know they are awful putters. And now they come in and they got a slower green, a little easier uh, grass to putt on. Maybe they feel good that week. You know, they're just rolling the rock really well, and everything kind of correlates into them having a really good weekend. And they end up end up winning, and it's some guy that we don't really know because you know. He's typically not able to perform as well on some of those faster greens and those bigger, you know, tournaments. Yeah. Mm. One one thing I wanted to add was the good players. There's a wide span in this event. You have really good players like John Rahm, Tony Fina, Answer, but then you also have guys that no one's heard of. Really, you have Alex Smalley who's been playing well. Really well. He's been playing really well. Yeah. A lot of corn fairy guys thrown in this mix. Yeah. A lot of dark horses. So. Does the cream rise to the top in this case, or is it kind of just anyone's? Winner. Is it anyone's ball game? It's a new course. There's no history here. You can't draw on much. You can look at you know what what's been going on, how players have been playing, but it's really a no crapshoot. No one has any experience on this course in tournament play. So yeah, yeah, it's going to be really interesting. And what they've added, nobody's played on these additions. Nobody's played with all these bunkers. Right. Nobody's played with all that. It's a PGA new course. style. Yeah, it's a new course, even if it is a new course, Greg new Norman venue. original, right? Yeah. Pretty crazy. I mean, do you guys think the creme rises to the uh, top this week? Ah, the creme. I mean, you got to think the first person that leads the PGA in past Palm Greens is Danny Lee. Danny Lee. Sleeper. Wow, Danny Lee. There's your sleeper for the evening. Yeah, he hasn't been there, folks. But that is your sleeper if you want a value pick at 7,100. Pass Palum genius. Yeah, Pass Palum God at $7,100. There, folks. Pass Palum God. I hope that guy gets that tattooed somewhere or puts it on his LinkedIn or something. On Pass. (laughs) One of those barcodes you just scan with your phone and pass on one cheek. Pass on one cheek, yeah. Palum on the other. Dude has a <laughs> dude has a menu 
menu QR code on his arm tattooed, and when you scan it, it just says "Pass Palm God." I would get whatever tattoo they wanted me to if I got paid to play golf every day. So God bless whoever's doing that. You know, I'd get any. Tattoo We're gonna get you want. tattooed Fair. at some point here. would <sighs> be great. Good be lies. Great. There's a lot of uh, talent in the field this week. Like Zach was saying, there's a lot of sleepers. There's a lot of. I'm sure Brendan has a lot of dark horses. He's a dark horse kind of guy. I feel like Brendan's yeah. throwing some sleepers in the mix too. Guess we'll find out, won't we? Here soon. Yeah. I mean, and and you know, segueing in really. We're live. Fuck it. We'll do it live. We'll do it. All right. Yeah. yeah. So we just we just threw a lot of shit at you guys. So let's just break it down real quick. Here are the keys to victory: uh, strokes gained, approach, driving distance, sand save percentage, birdies were better gained and par four efficiency, 450 yards to 500 yards. Reason being, we have five par fours that all play 475 yards or more. That's Uh, a long way. Long way. That is, uh, yeah, I'd say, I mean, if we're looking at guys that are going to be hitting some bombs out there, I think those are the guys that are going to play pretty well this week. Agreed. So I think those are your keys, baby. Those are your keys to victory. Drive it well, hit it out of the sand well, and roll that rock. Roll that rock. Get it in there. I love roll that. that rock. We're going to turn that into a t-shirt. Patent pending. That's the roll move. Roll that rock. Roll that rock. We're going to get that. That's the move. So basically, we're taking you two over. You know, we're going to bring you we're going to bring you around town here to our picks. I think for the weekly picks, our pick sixes started off, Brendan. Give us your Ohio six for the week. All right, dude, just calm down. All right. All right. <laughs> just calm let's down, do man. this. I got my picks here ready to go. Feeling not confident about it at all. It's okay. But hey, I'm a genius. So let's just do this. Zach right? is in the lead, by the way, got- before Brendan goes. Zach is actually in the lead for the most wins. Brendan is in second place. I'm in third place. Brendan's going to play catch up. I'm going to play second catch up. Early in the season. Early in the season. We're going to figure it out. Brutal. Brutal. Uh, I still need a scoreboard check on the Masters. I'm just (laughs) fucking with you, Sherman. All right. Here's my picks, fellas. I got Gary Woodland coming in. Dude drives it long. We were talking about bombers. He's 14th on tour in driving distance. He's inside the top 30 in strokes gained approach. And he's finished inside the top eight in three of the past six starts. So Ooh. I like the way he's playing right now. And I feel like this course could really be suited well for him. Love it. Then again, Bomber coming at you again. Wyndham Clark. This Ooh, dude absolutely slays it off the tee. Third in tour on distance. He's made four straight cuts coming into the week. Uh, he loves tropical crossover courses. He's got uh, a T10 in Puerto Rico and a runner-up in Bermuda, and he had a T22 in Putacana as well. So mm, I feel like if we're talking course. kind of, oh, yeah, he likes vacation spots. This guy likes to get a little bit of a tan, you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Um, on top of that, I'm going a little Nate Lashley. I'm staying in that kind Good of, pick. you know, guys that play well in the tropics. I feel like that probably means you might have him as well. Mm. Um, but he does, he plays well in the tropics. He's got 15th at the Corrales. He had seventh at the, uh, Puerto Rico open. Good choice. Um, so I, I like the way he's played there. I feel like it could transfer over. 
Mm. Um, staying on that same topic of guys that play well in tropical locations, I got Chad Ramey. Uh, he's got three starts this year, uh, but he also has a T17 at Bermuda. He's got a T5 at Puerto Rico, and he won the Corrales Puticana Championship. So, again, love the tropical destination. And then I got Pat Flavin. I went with this guy at Corrales. I don't know if you guys remember that. Yes, this I do. dude is an of absolute course. dog. Dude, this guy's a dog, though, for real. He's got four times this year he's had to win a Monday qualifier in order to get into a tournament. Won each of those. All right. And, I like uh, that and stat. he's my favorite. Yep, you like that? You <laughs> hey, like that? He's my <laughs> favorite. Good, Zach. You like his flavor? Uh, yeah, but yo, think about this too, though. Not only has he won uh, those four times to get into the tournaments, um, one of which being the Mexico Open this this week, but the other three tournaments that he had to win a Monday qualifier to get in, he's three for three in cuts, and he's got a pair of top 25s uh, in the Bermuda and the Puerto Rico. So not only is he winning to get mm. in, uh, but he's actually playing he? well when he gets there. Hey, you can't cheat. Get out of here. You're not changing your lineup don't now. Cheat, don't don't steal not, my dude. He's not in your lineup. You, you shut up, Zach. All right, Brendan. Who's, that makes me feel, that makes me who's feel your good dog? Though. Who's your big dog? Uh, so this week, I think I have the winner going to be Aaron Wise. Uh, this dude from Tee to Green is playing really, really well. He's one of the better um, accomplished players in the field when it comes from Tee to Green. Uh, he's got strokes gained. Uh, with a flat stick uh, in seven of his last 11 starts. I feel like this tournament could end up becoming a uh, putt-off um, or a putting contest. So I feel like if he brings that in and he's hot with the putter, he could play really, really well. Um, he's also T6 in par-3 scoring, and we know that there are five par-3s uh, here this week. So I feel like he could be out there feasting. Mm, great. Lineup, damn good six. That's a solid. And these are that's not even like that big of a sleeper six. It is definitely a little sleep, but I think that's a great six. I didn't fall asleep. Zach, on to your six, man. Let's hear your six. You're the lineup, Brendan. We didn't talk about this before we got on the show, but we're sharing two picks. Ooh, it's a sharing week. We we have. I'm I'm jealous of Flavin. Sharing is caring. I that think was a good is, pick. Yeah, the reasoning behind that, too. It's going to be fun to watch him this week. So the people we have in common, Wyndham Clark and Aaron Wise, neither of them are my winner, but I think they're going to do great things this week. They're both pretty long, young guys, hungry, with good records recently. I also like a, a guy, Brandon Wu. He's... Brandon he's Wu, done, good pick. He, he's done well. He's got three. He, he had a third-place finish at the Puerto Rico in March, and since then he's had a couple of top 30 finishes, basically. You must have massive balls. I've got Wu's. And the reason I say that is because, yes, yes, he had a, a third-place finish at Puerto Rico, but the dude has made four or 14 cuts. Yeah, he's not, a, he's not a cut machine. But recently... I love it. But recently it's a risky he's move. Zach's well. playing a risk here. I like that. I, I'm just going with momentum. Go with the flow, baby. Keep yeah. going. Zach's playing the heater. Keep going, baby. Where do we see? Another yeah. 
hotter player that actually isn't so hot is Ben Martin. I just like that he came in second at Corrales. He had great heart, showed great heart. I think he'll do well. Yes, yeah, right. I remember that that clip was was really awesome. Good long iron player, too. Good long iron player. Um, I got to go with an emotional pick with Doug Kim. My buddy is his agent, and Doug is a fantastic guy. He's also struggled with his putting a little bit. He's a great ball striker, so this course could suit him. That's great. And my winner is Sebastian Munoz. Wow. Who is a popular pick, I would think. He's been a top 30 machine, and I think Sebastian's got to break through here soon. He's not, you know, he's he's kind of close by. He's familiar with it. He's Colombian. Uh, he's played a lot of golf in this area. Yeah. So yeah. Used to playing those courses. I think Sebastian Munoz is going to win. Period. I think he's in great shape and he's looking good and he's trending. He's trending, baby. He's like on Twitter trending. Sebastian, right now. He's I know you're still. listening. <laughs> Sebastian, Dude, I know I, you're listening. I just feel I feel like uh, I, I hope you shove my words down my throat. So for everyone out there, Zach and I were talking before we, we started recording and he was like, So like who are some guys you like? And I was like, Well, to be honest, I don't really know yet. Like, I still got to vet this out while we're talking about it before I make my picks, but I'll tell you who I don't like. <laughs> yes. And one of, and one of, one of the guys I throw out there ends up being the guy he's picked to win. I said, yeah. Sebastian. And, and Zach says, here, fuck Brendan here, this week. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, to, to Zach's point, he's he's been trending. He's been playing a lot better. Um He's I not just, a great putter. Uh, yeah. He's not his, He's not his a, putting yeah, hasn't I wasn't been gonna, trending. I wasn't going to say it. Yeah, yeah, his putting has not been trending. But that being said, we were talking about how you know the greens may you know play in favor of you know guys that are struggling putting. So if he's able to get it on a heater this week, everything else is playing really well for him. So he could definitely end up winning. So I hope you shove my words down my throat, Zach. <laughs> no, I hilarious. No, no, no. If you do, know. you got to tell me to fuck off. Yeah, okay. yeah, you'd be we'll better. replay it, and then now, and then down to my picks. I guess I'll throw yes. I'll throw my Please. picadillos out there for the week. I went with a pretty diverse lineup here. I did go on a higher end golfer in choosing Abraham Answer. Little ballsy on the call, I think, because he hasn't been playing great golf as of late. But I just think he's going to stay true to the course. I think he's, you know, he's obviously a Mexican golfer. He's played these style courses before he's used to this. This is nothing new to him and he's expected to do extremely well. I just think he's going to bring it. He he provides all the details that you need and he can putt really well as, uh, as well. So I think he's just going to putting stroke, beautiful putting stroke. So I think he's just going to really bring it onto the greens and bring it home. I, I picked Cameron champ as well. I picked the long driver. I just wanted to have a long, a, a real long driver in the mix Bomber. and make sure I picked somebody that bombed it and yeah. gave me a chance on the on the long game. Top, top 10 the Masters, too. Yeah, he's been playing well, so I got to give him some credit there, and that's why I really wanted to get him. He was a value at 8,900. I think that's fair. I think I wanted to bring him in the lineup. Then I have Roberto Diaz. So I picked my, corn fairy, my corn fairy horse here. I wanted to pick him. 
He's a Mexican native, of course. He's played a lot of courses like this. He's done very well on courses in this kind of like resort climate atmosphere. He he thrives. So I really think he's going to bring it. And he's such a good value that you can't really say no. I just think he's going to be one of the Mexican golfers that really shines in that field, which is there's a great amount. It's 10, 10, more than 10 golfers, which was a PGA, like we were saying before, is a PGA record, which is really cool. Um, then you have Kevin Na which I think got to put Kevin Na in the mix. I really think he's going to play well, and he has a really great presence shooting out of the sand. He's a very good scrambler out of the sand. That's one of his specialties, and I really think that's what he's going to bring. Maybe if his drives aren't that great or his approaches aren't that great or whatever it is, I think if he gets caught in the sand, he'll be able to fight his way out of it, and that's what will keep him in it. So I think he's hungry as well. We've seen, I've been, we follow him on social media. He posts a lot of eager you know, he, he's hungry to win it. He's passionate about the game, and I think he's just super involved. Going to throw another dark horse out here, little Davis Riley. Do you remember that name? I think we remember that name from the Valspar Championship, Brendan, if you can remember. He was competing for first place. Landed in second. Was actually uh, pretty damn legit. Davis Riley came out hot. Oh, I remember that shit. And not to mention that he also just came out with the T4 at the Zurich with uh, our boy Willie Zalatoris. Mm, and that's what good to mention as well. What a team. And they were always boys. So that's, that's, a, good, that's a good point to mention. That, that side note, that was my dark horse team for, for that tournament because I love the ball striking of Zalatoris with the putting of Riley. Exactly. Great, great mix. And that's and that's why I chose Riley as well. Great putting. And then I got my boy. You know, me, we got to keep it strong with our solid here. Pat Perez. Keeping it oh, classic Patrick. with a Sherm pick. My guy, Pat Get Perez. Microwave. Come on, man. He's microwaving Hot Pockets in the hotel room. He's getting drunk at the mini bar. My man knows how to go out there and play resort golf. Getting sloshy, getting sloppy, maybe breaking a few rules out there. My man's going. He's ordering off the menu. He's doing all sorts of shit. He's I eating think, off his flat brim. Oh, he's doing it. He's out there doing it. His visor is going to be strong. I think he's gonna. We're going to see a visor appearance. Ooh. I really think he's going to bring it, man. I think Pat Perez is going to be a guy to watch this week. I think he's just going to come into his true form playing resort golf, and we're just going to see a very natural, very calm Pat Perez just kind of really navigate his way around. I really think that's going to be the key. But What kind of like condiment sauce packets do you think that guy carries around in his pockets when he goes to buffets? Oh, it's got to be something. You know he's got Louisiana hot sauce in there. Absolutely. Maybe maybe a little duck sauce from he's his got local duck sauce Chinese packets. <laughs> he's definitely got some duck sauce packets in his, his shirt pocket, he's his Tommy Bahama pocket that he uses at the all-you-can-eat buffet. But I just realized I never announced a winner out of my lineup. I just gave Yeah, my picks. I was going to say, who's the winner? So yeah. I think I'm going to choose the winner here. Call me crazy, but... Nah. Oh, I'm yeah. going Kevin Nah. Kevin Nah. I'm picking pick. Kevin Nah as the winner this week. I think he's hungry. I think he's been playing well. He he brought it home at the RBC coming in 26th. He came in 14 at the Masters. He played really well. He was hungry. I think this is his one. I think he kind of opens it up here, and I think he scrambles out of the sand a bunch and really 
gives it that extra bounce that he needs to kind of win. And I, I just think he's hungry. So I'm picking Kevin Na. That's that's sweet. I like it, man. That's beautiful. So that's my line. That's my line. That's what it is. That's what I think's going on this week. What do you think? I love I, it. I like it, dude. Cam Champ, I looked at him. Uh, you know, I, I think he could really utilize that uh, rocket of a tee shot he has on his driver. Um, so I, I certainly think he could definitely win. It's just a matter of how the rest of his game. Yeah, you're blending both worlds kind of with Cameron Champ, long driver, and Kevin Na chasing his putts into the hole. Yeah. That's there, so Mm. I like that pick. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's our picks. That's it. That's all we got for you this week, but, you know, tune in for next week, and we'll have some more for you. That's pretty much it. We're the guys from uh, Good Lines Golf. Thanks for That's the move. On to the hey. next one. Thank you guys. That was awesome. Yeah. That was great. Cheers. Until next time. This podcast is brought to you by Colon Broom. Colon Broom is a product that you stir into your sports drinks or any kind of other liquid. And it essentially makes your colon and your bowels function properly. So if you need your kickstart to your day and get your bowels going and take some nice, big, giant brick shits throughout the day, this is the product for you. Check them out at broom colon whatever.com. <laughs> ah.